welcome to Glitching the Code. Hi guys, welcome to Glitching the Code. I'm here with Max Egan. Thank you for listening on Spotify, iTunes, Iconic and YouTube for now until they chuck me off and on BitChute. I think we're on Library and Odyssey now. So thank you for tuning in. I'm here with Max Egan. Guys, you'll know his work. Many of you have been asking to get Max back on. I haven't spoken to him for quite a while. Um, Max, thank you for taking the time for, for chatting with us. You've just told me that you were up at 3 o'clock in the morning talking to Richie Allen, so I appreciate you getting back up at 9 o'clock and, and speaking to me. Max, what in the world is going on over there? Because it's mental over here. It's mental everywhere, brother. It's it's meant to be that way. That's the way it's going. They're continuing on to the new mental. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, I mean, it's not so bad here at the moment. They've kind of relaxed the lockdown at the moment. We're allowed to have more people at our businesses and stuff. Some businesses are actually allowed to open. I mean, it's this whole allowance thing, you know, we're easing the lockdown. You can have 10 people at your home now. Well, we don't care how many people you tell us we can have. I mean, who are you anyway? But yeah, this is this is what they're doing. They've got to do it this way, though, just to make it gradual thing to get people used to this sort of coming and going and lockdown and not lockdown and just just gradually get used to it the whole concept the whole idea is to destroy the middle class create a two-class society so that we get everybody on a universal basic income basically destroy everybody's wealth so that's why they ease the lockdowns a little bit then they tell you you can open up your business but you've got to have social distancing in place you've got to have these qr codes and all this stuff so people put all their money into keeping their business going and then they'll be able to reopen it, but only with half the clientele they're capable of having. And so this will just milk them dry of whatever funds they have left. So it'll all get thrown on the on the scrap heap with everybody else and end up on the universal basic income, which, of course, you will turn into a – you'll be living in a state of abject poverty cut off from everything if you don't have the vaccine, which is what it's all about. It reduce you to your knees so you just say, look, just, just give me the vaccine. Let me go back to normal, please. That's what it's all about. They've got to do it in a certain way for people to accept it. And it's got to be perceived as being not the government that's doing it. They can't help it. It's the virus. It's not us. It's the virus. We're doing this to try to save you. This is why we've destroyed your life, destroyed all your businesses. We've got you all locked away with masks on because we're trying to help you. This is this is the plan, you see. It's so bizarre. It's, it's, it's like a massive version of an abusive relationship, isn't it? I'm liking it to a cult. It's a global cult. I feel like it's a, a small version. It's an indoctrination process. Like COVID-19 seems to be an indoctrination program into a global cult or by a global cult that we've been talking about for many years that have been running this world as a corporation for decades, thousands, hundreds of years, if not thousands of years. It, it's, it's almost like this cult has come out of the shadows now. What is your kind of take on that well yeah I mean, they've come out of the shadows because they they have the opportunity to now they've got the world in the position that they want and this is where they're going and they're showing us they're putting us right in their face i mean even with the the u.s election it, it looked like the hunger games they even had hunger games outfits on <laughs> they're, they're telling you they're just putting it there in your face it, it can't be any more blatant you know, and they're just just taking the piss out of people. I mean, even, even a few months ago, I said, yeah, "What what it's going to happen when they tell you you, you got to wear mask? What what, you, what about when they tell you you got to wear butt plugs? Will you wear one?" And now it's just come out of China. They're doing anal swabs. You've yeah. Got to do anal swabs to see if you've got COVID. So bend over, we'll stick this up your butt just to see if you've got this virus. I mean, they're taking the piss, man. They take they just put they're laughing. They're having such fun 
with what they're doing because people are just going along with it. Oh, okay, yes, sir, no, sir, three bags full, sir. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just crazy. In a way, they're doing us a favour. I mean, they're weeding out all the NPCs and all the non-playing characters. I mean, they'll all go take their vaccines and they'll drop off somewhere. So, I mean, you know, you, you could look at it that way if you want to put a positive slant on it. But, uh, yeah, they're just, they're just taking the piss. They're having such fun with what they're doing. That They are such psychopaths, and they don't care now. They don't care that people can see it. They just, they just say, well, we're here to where we are, and you're all just going to go along with it anyway, so we're just going to do it and see how far we can push you, you know? Do you think that they're surprised how easy this has been for them? I think they were a little bit surprised at how, how you know, malleable the people are, how, how quickly they were prepared to go into lockdown and just comply and do what they're told. But yeah, there's a pushback happening now. After a year, people are going, hang on a minute, two weeks to flatten the curve? What's this all about? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we're seeing huge pushbacks in Europe, Denmark, Spain, Germany, you know, riots all over the place and, and you know, big, big protests against the government. But then the government's just coming out with new laws, new new laws to stop it all. And the people, oh, shit, okay, we're rioting, but okay, there's a there's a new strain, so we all better go back home again. I mean, you know, it's it's bizarre. It's bizarre. The the people are pushing with, with all this aggression and standing there shaking their fists, and all the government does is write something on paper, and they all go, oh, gee, okay, yes, sir, no, sir, three bags, four, sir, and off they go. So I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, how much how much are the people prepared to take? People just aren't calling it out in the right way. I don't think they're not sort of speaking out about it enough, not asking the right questions, you know, and asking, you know, like the fact that they've never isolated the virus and you know everything, everything. It, it's all a fraud, and uh, people just aren't aren't pushing back in that way. They're, they're getting out there and shaking their fists. But they're I, I see all these protests out in in Europe and stuff, and they're all shaking their fists and marching down the street, but they're all wearing masks. Mm -hmm. What's that about? You know, you're out there protesting. Why are you wearing a mask? You know? Yeah, it sends a complete mixed message, doesn't it? And it, it's very, very strange. Very odd. Um, I feel like we live in a really awful comic book now. Um, and Well, they're turning the world into a movie, brother. They're turning it into a, into a TV show. Even you look at Trump. I mean, no, nobody ever looked at politics for years. Everyone lost interest in politics. And then... Everyone had lost interest in TV, and so they brought out reality TV. So mm -hmm. it was just real people, and then reality TV. And then you get Trump with his reality TV show, and then Trump becomes the president and turns the entire U.S. political system into a reality TV show. They're basically, and with COVID, they've turned the whole world into like a reality TV show. It's it's bizarre. It's like that's why it's like you're living in a movie because that's what they've done to the world through reality TV. Now, now that the line is blurred between what's on television and what's because everything that was on television was never real. It's on TV, but now they've blurred that line. You can't tell the difference between what's real and what's on TV now, because what's real is becoming what's on TV. We're in a reality. It's like the Truman Show. It is. It's it's augmented reality, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It is. Absolutely it is. And I've done that through TV and by blurring those lines. That's what I think. That's what reality TV was all about to blur those lines between between truth and fiction, between reality and fiction. So a lot of this kind of happened with the with the whole Trump thing. Um, I mean, he has the connections to, to the Jesuits. He's possibly black nobility. We don't, there's evidence that he might well be. It was always a very big, he, he spent time in the wrestling, the WWE wrestling, learning how to cut a promo. It was, it's so bizarre that now he's gone. What do you think is going to... Because not many people are going to tune into the Joe Biden show, are they? 
how are they going to keep this momentum, these eyes fixed on this madness? Well, they're going to do it through lockdown and depopulation, I think, is what's going to happen next. They're trying to push the United States into civil war is what they're doing. I mean, the, the, the fraudulent election in the United States was so fraudulent, so blatantly fraudulent. That I mean, I mean, and ultimately it doesn't matter who's in there. They're all puppets anyway. But, mm. you know, Trump, Trump went in there as a truther. He went in there throwing bones to the truth community the whole way. So that everyone really thought that we've got a guy in there that's on our side. And then right before he left office, he called for that march on the Capitol. And you can't tell me he didn't know they were going to infiltrate it. They were going to smash windows and, you know, Antifa was going to be there and BLM was going to be. Of course they are. You know, so even calling for that march on the Capitol, you know that it's going to be unstable. So he's basically painted a target on everybody's back with that march. And they can now outlaw the Republican Party. And, you know, he didn't do any of the stuff that he that he said he was going to do. But all of the people who are sitting there on the fence, all the people who follow the truth movement that are too scared to speak out, and all the people that are on the sidelines and just, just hidden in the shadows and, and know what's going on but are too afraid to say anything, Trump drew them all out. They were all there with the Q signs on their T-shirts and their MAGA hats on, and everyone really thought this guy's going to do it. And he and he played it right up until, you know, a week before the inauguration or two weeks before the inauguration. He, he was still calling for marches and rah, rah, rah. So he managed to pull all of these people out of the woodwork. So they've got tabs on all of them now. And they're even talking about we've got to make lists of people and we've got to find a way of deprogramming people from the, the cult of Trump and all of this sort of stuff. So... That's what they that's what they did. They they managed to identify the truth movement and pull all of the fence sitters and all the people in the shadows out into the open so now they can all be identified and taken off to FEMA camps. And and they're all still saying see they're all still saying, Oh, Trump's gonna be inaugurated on, on March the fourth and you know all these going to be mass arrests and all this sort of stuff. And so there's still now the media can portray them as completely delusional in complete denial that there's a new president. And now they're talking about super soldiers and aliens and TR3B technology being released and all. So they put all these, Oh, it's all these patents have been released, which are all real things. I mean, the TRB3 is real. The anti-gravity machines are real. All this stuff's real, but you try telling it to Joe public out there who's seen all of this stuff go on with the MAGA supporters and this this terrible attack against the Washington and these terrible insurgents, and now they're talking about aliens and spacecraft and anti-gravity. Oh, my God, they're all mad. They're all fringe dwellers. We need to lock them all up. And the media will push it, and Joe Public will just go, oh, thank you for saving me. Thank you for getting these people out of my society. So it's been a play. The whole thing's been a play. It's a setup. He's just dangled a carrot in front of everybody, and he's led them straight to the door of the of the prison and then he's just bowed out and gone down to mar-a-lago and left it to their own devices and they'll play it for the next next month people will keep pushing this and it won't be until mid-march when they'll realize that actually we've been we've been screwed we've been taken advantage of and we've been set up and that's what it's all, always been about i think yeah, obviously they saw that a lot of this information was coming out with the people that do this sort of work and they kind of infiltrated it with the trump thing i mean that it was um operation trust i think it was an old soviet program operation mm. that they came out with and it's carbon copy of exactly what's happened david um david Ike was talking a few w weeks ago in one of his videos about um some people that sent him emails in the in the 2011 2010 about the white knights saving the world and i think it has something to do with david wilcock as well um and it yeah, was the drake same and all that. I th yes yeah, yeah drake. drake yeah that's yeah. the one well it's the same thing in 1984 if you read 1984 i mean winston smith joined that he got that that 
girl seduced him and took him into that club, that meeting, which was all the resistance, which was all a complete underground thing run by the government to simply identify anybody who was having thoughts that the government was evil. It's how they managed to trap them all. So it's 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 textbook. It's it's Operation Trust, and it's what they did in 1984, and it's it's the same thing. I mean, this is what they do. They create a fake resistance behind the scenes, so you think there's someone in there that's batting for you, so you won't bat for yourself. So you don't do anything. So it just it's just a non inactive. Mm, patriot appeasement program. I said that back in the beginning with the whole Q movement. I said that's what this is. This is a patriot appeasement program. You know, trust the plan. Well, the plan is to keep you sitting on your ass for the next four years while this whole new world order grid is rolled out around you. That's the plan. Thank you for your participation. You know. So what they've done there, then I I, I, I suppose is they've taken things that are, are true. A lot of different theories concepts are true 5g being this obviously the satanic pedophile rings we know these exist maybe not on the scale that they were talking about but they do exist they've turned the colors up on all these things and then they've dragged a lot of nonsense in to muddy the waters with a lot of true stuff that was happening i feel like it had a kind of they rushed it out because the epstein stuff was coming out and then suddenly no one was talking about epstein there seemed to be a kind of a, like a distraction away from the epstein stuff um, there with the Q with, with this last year the COVID nineteen stuff suddenly no one was talking as much about the Epstein stuff which I thought was maybe panicked them into pressing the button on this go a bit quick. Yeah, I think they intended to do it anyway. I mean, Epstein, Epstein, how that all went about, why that happened when it did, it's an interesting question. Um, but they've kind of revealed to us that all this is going on and still we're just, we're prepared to forget about it. So I think half of the, half of it is that just making us aware of it and seeing whether we're actually going to do anything about it, whether, whether we're going to pretend it, it's going to go away, you know, can, and how easy we can be distracted. See, they show you what they're doing and then they say, well, look, look what we're doing. Oh, but look over here. Mm. And everyone just looks over there and they forget about what they're doing. They say, well, we told you, we showed you what we're doing. You're still complying. You're still going along with it. So where's the problem? You know, we already told you. If you don't want to pursue it, well, we're not going to pursue it, you know. So, yeah, I think they, I think it's just all part of the programming, brother. So the World Economic Forum has already kicked off um, in Davos. The That's kicked off recently. I know it's obviously all online, on all on Zoom. Um, when do you think we'll start to see this rolling out, um, the actual great reset plan has it already started thrown out is it would it be and do you think it'll be an overnight switch over to a different to a cashless society how is this going to happen because in my opinion if they switch it to cashless society now you're going to have a lot of elderly people who wouldn't have a clue how even to turn the computer on you're going to have a lot of almost like they could have waited another 10 years for it to be easier for them well that's why they're getting well, that's why they're getting rid of a lot of the elderly people now. I mean, killing people off in nursing homes, which is what COVID's doing, is, is they're basically just murdering people in nursing homes and calling it COVID. And they've set it all up for this time. I mean, it's got to be done at this time. If you look at the baby boomers back in the, in the 50s and 60s, have children, have children, have children. Well, what's that going to cause? It's going to mean that around about now, around about 70 years later, 80 years later, you're going to have lots and lots of people dying because there was a lot of people born at that time. So there's your pandemic. We're going to have massive amounts of deaths over this next decade simply because all the baby boomers are going to be dying. Okay, so they've set it up for that long. They want it to come about in this, in this particular time. Um, and it's all it's all just part of the same plan, brother. Um I don't. I don't think they've they've uh, jumped the gun too much, and I think what they've got to do is they've got to um, crash the U.S. economy. That's got to be done in a certain way. It's not going to be until the U.S. goes down and it it's completely implodes 
which will happen if there's a civil war or whatever, then the United States will lose its place as the reserve currency, and that is when they will change the financial system. But they've got to they've got to implode the United States before that happens, which is why all this theatrics is going on, why they're really pushing for civil war. Civil war breaks out if it does, if the people get led into that and it, and it goes hot, then you're going to see a, a big change in the world economy at that time because the U.S. and its its position as the world reserve currency is what basically keeps the U.S. afloat. I mean, the U.S. is in so much debt. It couldn't possibly maintain the lifestyle it's got for its citizens if it wasn't the world's reserve currency. And that will change if there's in, if there's a, a hot war in the United States. So it's going to depend on the timeline of that as to what they do. And then it'll just be prudent. Oh, we've got to, we can't, it's too unstable over there. We have to change over to the euro or whatever. Well, while we're doing that, why don't we just change over to the quantum financial system? You know, it'll be so much better. It'll be all transparent. We'll be able to see who the terrorists are funneling, funneling weapons into these insurgent forces in the United States. I mean, you can see how they can play it. But they need the United States to go hot for that to happen. So it's, it's anybody's guess as to uh, when that's going to be and that whether they can actually push that into happening. I think there's a lot of wakefulness in the United States. I mean, there's a lot of people pushing for a hot conflict, but there's a lot of people also saying that this would be playing right into their hands and it's the wrong way to do things. There's a, there's a much easier way to do it by simple non-compliance and simply standing our voice heard. You know, if enough people do it, they got enough weapons and enough awake people in the United States that they could actually take the country back without firing a shot. You know, it's just the threat of the weapons there. It's like the nuclear deterrent, you know, mutually assured destruction. So no one wants to fire a shot. So, you know, they've got enough weapons and enough enough now so they could actually stand up and do it in the United States if they're sensible about it. So it's uh, it's hoping that's what's going to happen. So I'm, actually seeing, of, I'm actually seeing a lot of good positive pushback, to be honest, Richard. I'm seeing a lot of people waking up and I'm seeing a lot of people seeing this as an opportunity for freedom rather than a means to get scared about anything. And that, that's a good thing. That's what I was going to say, because when I last spoke to you, and I think Australia was a... In, it was quite a bad way like by the sounds of it they seem one of the early ones who were really getting underneath this getting dragged underneath this the uk kind of didn't and now it seems to swap from what you're saying and what i'm getting is that it's actually kind of ebbed off quite a bit over there you seem kind of a lot more relaxed over there and we over here it's just a bit odd we've never really been like that bothered we didn't with the neck these two last two lockdowns one in late november the one now we're in a lockdown now but no one's really cares we're all going about doing normal stuff they won't tell you it on the telly but it does seem like it's switched over there like you kind of um, are pushing back a bit or it's filtering out a bit there well it's it's filtering out a little bit i don't think they're expecting the pushback that they're getting as, as well i mean people rolled over really quickly to begin with and i think they were surprised at how quickly people complied but after a year of it people are going well hang on a minute no, this is this is not about a pandemic. I'm not seeing a pandemic anywhere. You've got people out there who still believe there's a virus, but I say to them, I mean, where, where's the pandemic? I mean, I was in, the, in Target shopping centre. I was in Target supermarket yesterday, and I said to the lady, blah, 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 when I was buying something, I said, oh, well, I do like to travel, but I don't know how much I'll be able to do it while the government's running this, this fake pandemic. And she just smiled and nodded. You know, everybody knows. Everybody seems to know that this is completely fake. And we're finding out that actually they can't make you wear masks. It's actually a, it's actually a breach of human rights to make you wear masks. I mean, it's actually a breach of the uh, the Disabilities Discrimination Act. You can't have a sign up there saying no mask, no entry. That's because if I've got a health problem and I can't wear a mask and I'm disabled, 
you, you've got a sign up there saying no entry for disabled people, basically. You can't have a sign. It's the same as having the sign saying no entry for black people, yeah. no entry for Jewish people, no entry for Muslims, no entry for people without a mask on. Well, that means no entry for disabled people. So, you know, and I, I'll just point out to them, if I see that sign anywhere on a shop, I'll just, just stop them and say, excuse me, by displaying that sign, you're in breach of the Disabilities Discrimination Act. And if I see that sign displayed next time I come to this shopping centre, I'm going to report your shop for misconduct and you can be you can face up to five years in jail for discrimination. And next time I go back there, I find that the sign's gone. So things like that, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of people pushing back in that way around this country. A lot of people are speaking out about it and a lot of people are losing respect for the politicians through this. And, you know, it's a good thing in, in many ways. A lot of people are seeing it as an opportunity for freedom. And so with all of the all of the negative stuff that we had, you know, they've drawn it out too long. I think there's been more of a pushback than they expected. And now people are starting to realize that this is a fraud. And there's been a lot of people like me and David and all sorts of people speaking out about it. And the word is getting out more and more. Thousands of doctors are speaking out about it now. So the media may not tell you that, but thousands of doctors are speaking out about it. And a lot of the attention that we're focusing on now, like myself and other people, has been on the media now because it's the media that's doing this. Mm. The media are the enablers of the lie. If the media just indulged in a little bit of true journalism and at least presented both sides of the story, the entire narrative would fall apart in a day. They realise they're walking on pretty, pretty frail ground and shaky ice and they've got to move slowly and do it in such a way that they don't appear to be the psychopaths that they are. So, you know, you can't you can't see it as a foregone conclusion. You can't see any of this as being inevitable. It's all going to depend on the way we react to it. And, you know, we are really the ones that are in control here. If people could just get that into their head. You know, even with the system that's rolled out, it's us that's done it. It's our participation in all this. Well, I've been telling people to throw their smartphones away for years. Throw away your smartphone, the whole thing will go away. Throw away your smartphone and turn off your television. And where's the pandemic? Yeah. There is no pandemic, you know? Absolutely. What you're saying about, about them drawing it out too long there, here, I can't see how they would even bring about something like the Great Reset. They don't have the infrastructure in place. How are they going to get all this 5G technology in place quick enough to 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 get it in place and get it solidified before for enough people just turn around and go this is just enough's enough it, it, that's a long-winded process to get all that stuff out well it is that's what they've been doing while everyone's been in lockdown though they've been working around the clock rolling out all this 5g infrastructure everywhere we've seen towers and cell boxes up all over the place around the country here and that that's the part of it that's it's, it's see while everyone's focused on the pandemic and stuff they're not really noticing the tech workers so that's another side of things but again that all depends on you using the technology yeah. you buying the 5g phones you buying smart devices and smart equipment you know they want everything to be smart they want you know everything to be wi-fi even you go and buy a hairbrush they want it to have a microchip in it so a lot of people are waking up to that too, though. I mean, with the whole 5G thing, a lot of people are realizing what the Internet of Things is, and a lot of people are kind of suss on, on Wi-Fi and radiation, and they're starting to realize that the Internet of Things means you're going to be so soaked in radiation because it's bad enough now being in your house, having, having your Wi-Fi router there pumping out radiation through your house. 
But what about when your toothbrush is pumping out a signal as well and your hairbrush and your, your bottle of milk in the fridge and your TV and your couch and your magazine and everything has got a chip in it. So everything is talking to everything else. And you're sitting in a house with, you know, 10,000 things sending out Wi-Fi signal around you. People are starting to realize that this is actually very bad. And so there's been a lot of pushback against that as well. You know, so... It's just, I think they're moving too fast, brother, and they, they've taken this um, as being far more stupid than what we actually are. And and the the rate that they're pushing is even waking up the people who, who are stupid. I mean, they're starting to think about this as well and saying, well, hang on, this is not completely right. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's not a foregone conclusion. Everything they're doing, I mean, they're, we're, we're under attack from so many levels, so many levels, with the Wi-Fi, with the, with the 5G, with the, the vaccines, with the swabs, with everything, even with the hand sanitizers. Mm. I mean, with the damage that they're doing by getting people to wash their hands 10 times a day. These hand sanitizers contain quaternary ammoniates, which cause sterility. They'll cause a 15% reduction in neurological function and a 50% reduction in sexual function in both genders. So they're sterilizing your children while making them wash their hands 10 times a day at school. A lot of people are, are figuring this out, but this is this is the, the rate that we're under attack, the level that we're under attack. They've got to attack us from so many angles because that's how powerful we actually are, you know? So... And I wonder what they're doing with these swabs too, with these PCR tests, where they're in uh, inserting nanotechnology or whatever they're doing. I'm hearing lots of reports about that. I've actually got a couple. I got sent to me a couple of PCR tests here that I've got in. Uh, I'm going to pull apart and have a look at and uh, see what's on the end of the uh, end of the swabs. It's it's amazing that they're still using the PCR test, and I still think there's something strange about the um, <coughs> the, the quite convenient death of Carrie Mullis. Um, only a year, well, when was it? August mm. 2019, he died. So it wasn't long before all this started to yeah. kick off. And um, I think there's something in that as well. He openly spoke about how Dr. Fauci um, was a was a hack. He didn't know what he was doing. He openly talked about that how they had a nefarious kind of. They had an agenda that wasn't at the benefit of, of us, of normal people. Um, and he openly talked about these things, and they're using his PCR test. Something that you had in your video last time, Como, Governor Como, he talked about um, open up the economy, and he's desperate to open up his economy now, but in a smart and safe way. He used the word smart in there a numerous amount of times, and then talked about technology. They really are taking the piss, aren't they? Oh, they are absolutely smart and safe. So contact tracing, we want to know everything about you. Smart, get checked everywhere, facial recognition, smart and safe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's all there. And that's what the lockdown has been about. They just want to just pressure you and pressure you and pressure you so that you'll accept this new world order control grid they want to roll out, which is all social crediting, surveillance up the arse, everything. Mass surveillance of everybody and everything. And we need to trace you because you may come in contact with someone who's a disease bag because everyone's a big festering bag of diseases, everybody. You have to be careful. Everybody can't be close to anybody. You may catch something, you know. So we need to trace you. And even with the, the little contact beeping things that I showed a, a couple of months ago, the contact, the, uh, um, what are they called? Um, 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 I can't remember. The this, social distance kind of that distance thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll make sure that you don't go closer than two metres. If they do, they'll beep. Everybody who works in Amazon has got to wear one of those now, and they've got no. these cameras 
there, which, which are videoing you, which put a green circle around you, and the circle goes red if you get too close to someone, and then you become a dangerous person for the day because you've had a dangerous contact because you got closer than 1.5 metres to somebody else. So you're marked down as a person of interest. You know, so this is this is where they're going. And you so even with that, you're wearing this Wi-Fi thing around your neck, which is sending out a signal. It's sitting right over your heart, over your solar plexus, and it's sending out this Wi-Fi signal. I mean, what are they doing to people? Everyone should be just, no, I'm not going to work here anymore. Sorry, you know, I'll, I'll go and get a, a different job. So people need to stop stop working at these places and stop supporting these industries. Yeah, we just had Amazon taking down Parler. If that, that wasn't a, a, quite an easy sign of what these types of companies are, I don't know what it is. And Parler, in, even in itself, has a, it's, its own kind of issues. But that took it down. They took them down using their server because they said it was a Trump thing. But also, people don't realise there's the cult behind this. This seems to be too. The main strand is eugenics. They want to take the population of the planet down. Said five hundred thousand. Is it five hundred? Half a million on the Georgia Guidestones. Five hundred million. Five hundred million. Five hundred million people. Yeah. On the Georgia Guidestones. Yeah, eugenics is their is their main thing. They don't just want to um, limit the population. They want to um, genetically modify the population and chip and control everybody who's left. And that's something that people don't don't realize as well. I mean, with the amount of pushback we're seeing and the violence and the riots and all that sort of stuff, um, they're quite happy for you to do that because like. Like you say, they want to reduce the population to 500 million. There's almost 8 billion people on the earth now. So they're quite happy for 7.5 billion people to die during this this process of, of changing over. So people have got to be careful of what they're doing and realize that that's the goal. But they want to put you into a situation where, where you know over 7 billion people die. So you need to consider that. You need to consider your actions when you're being involved in these riots and protests and be careful where you're being led. I don't think people realise the, the cult and they don't, they've never heard of things like the black nobility. They've never heard of the European bloodlines. They've never heard of even things like, even if you don't believe in like the Anarchy and stuff, there is a bloodline hierarchy element to this and there is a big family that want everybody off the earth what's your kind of take of who's really behind this do you think it's a bloodline european kind of bloodline black nobility merovingian bloodlines that go all the way back to samaria what is your kind of take on, on where these people come from are they a different race from us or they just believe they are a different race from us look it's a it you get into you get into really esoteric areas where I mean I, I can't give you a definite answer on any of that I can't tell you who they are um, they're the ones who, they're the controllers I mean I often speculate that there's there's um, land here that we don't know about or whether who, who they are are living in the underground bases whether this has been done before whether this this is a cyclic reset thing they do as I've often said to people we're living in a people farm and this this is harvest time. And they've done this before. If you look at the catacombs beneath Paris with the bodies beneath the catacombs in Paris and there's, there's the same thing in Rome and same thing in Lima, I would suggest that there's the same thing in most large cities. They're probably under London as well, just nobody knows exactly where. But I think they do this all the time and I think a lot of what this is about is, uh, is a soul harvest. They lead us into the mainframe. They get us to a point where they, they, they – um, corral us to the point that they can give us these vaccines and lead us into the mainframe, into AI, into this virtual reality. They're leading us into a virtual reality, which is why they blurred the line with reality TV. 
turned the whole world into a TV show. So you can't tell the difference between what's on the screen and what's happening in real life. So they can lead you in there and you won't even know it. You won't even notice the difference. And this vaccine is a, is a, it's an mRNA vaccine, which is going to change your DNA. They're putting a back door into your system, into your yeah. DNA. What for? You know, they're going to lead you into the mainframe. And I think they've already done this. I think that's why the legends of the scrying mirrors exist. So many demons. Because when you look at the scrying mirrors, these are cell phones, these are computer screens. And this, the sigils for summoning demons are electrical circuitry. And they're left behind as a warning that when you see these mirrors, these black mirrors that you're looking into, that tell you the future and the past, this is the Lucifer system. That's what Lucifer is. Lucifer is the bearer of light. What is light? Light is information. What gives us more information than anything? The internet. Lucas, light, cipher, code, the code. That's the light. It draws you in there. We give all our power to it, and then we become part of the mainframe. And I think a lot of the people out there who we can't wake up are already in the mainframe. They're just driving around in biological avatars and don't even know it. It's like Westworld. You know, they're just inhabiting these 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 avatars. And they don't even know they are. And they're trying to capture the rest of human spirit, those who can actually think properly and those who have questions, those who still have a soul, and bring them into the mainframe with everybody else, which is why they create the truth movement, which is a big fishing exercise, because they make the world incredibly dystopian. And then you get to the internet, which is a net, a web, the worldwide web, net. What do you do with a web? What do you do with a net? You catch things. You start, you have 9-11, stage 9-11, create the internet, get it all happening, and then stage 9-11, make it so obvious, so obvious. So that all the thinking people are going to start asking questions. And then you trap them, and then you move them into the mainframe. That's why they create the truth movement. And even truth movement is a loaded term because it's not about the truth. It's about finding out what the truth is. But everyone will get their own truth because they read one particular thing and it became their truth. No, it became their belief system. So you, you don't even have a truth movement. You have a whole bunch of people arguing over what they believe is yeah. true. And the arguments that they're creating through this is, is the very thing which is presenting, preventing the freedom that you need to discover what the truth is from ever being achieved. Because that's what it should be. It should be a, a resistance. It should be a freedom movement, the freedom to find out what the truth is, not the truth movement, because the truth is that no one knows the truth, and that's the truth. Mm. That's the only truth of them. So, you know, we, we have to see how we've been played with all this and see where we've been. But this whole thing has been a setup. It's been a, it's been a trap to move us into this virtual world. And it's, it, it ultimately comes down to an individual soul choice. As to whether you're going to take that vaccine, whether you're prepared to live on your knees, whether you want to live forever in the mainframe and become immortal as a slave for the system. I mean, yeah, I think a lot of it is about that. I think there's a there's a far higher harmonic to all this than what we just see in this or on the surface. I never thought about that. And the cataclysms, are, that, is that the place where, you, where there's millions of skulls that line the walls? They make, literally made walls out of skulls. Is that the right? Yeah, in the, in the in the caverns, the catacombs in Paris. I That's mean, it, yeah. there's there's six million people in just one three-kilometer section, and those catacombs go on for like thirty kilometers, and they're multi-level. And there's also similar catacombs in Lima. There's similar catacombs in Rome. I would suggest that they're under most of the cities, and they're mainly full of the of the NPCs, the non-playing characters, the the people who are just bio robots driving around in these avatars. And they, this is this is a harvest time. It's people. It's a harvest time. They repopulated the world with children around about 1880. There was some sort of a cataclysm that appears to have happened around about 1840, which we're calling the mud flood, for want of a better word. Okay. 
And then they repopulated the world with children. Then they, they build the population up and then they harvest them again. And then they'll have another cataclysm, I imagine. And then they'll start the process again. And I think that uh, the people that are doing it very likely um, dwell in the underground bases that we, we know exist. So even those huge underground bases that are out throughout the United States and throughout England and throughout Australia here, I mean, I look at them and I think, do people seriously think we built them with our technology, given the timeline we're given for when the Industrial Revolution was? Where do we get the time? Where do we get the machinery to build those deep underground bases in that 150, 200 years since the Industrial Revolution? Mm. Or were they already there? Did they just tell us there was an industrial revolution? Repopulate the world with children, teach them whatever history they want. Tell them there's just been an industrial revolution and we're just we're just climbing ourselves up out of the mud now and we're starting to build build houses and we're going to invent the TV soon and all this sort of stuff. The technology is already there. It's, I mean, look, when, since they invented the TV, what technology has become now? It's like it's like something out of Star Wars. It's like science fiction what we've got now. In that period of time, in like 60, 70 years, mm. we've come that far. Or was it already there? Did they just filter it out gradually and, and give us this clunky old TV tubes and stuff to begin with so we, we could actually think it was the progression of technology? But it was already there, and it was all designed to lead us to this point where they can just zap us into the mainframe with everybody else. Wouldn't surprise me. Once they do that, just reset. Reset the whole thing, repopulate the world with children again, and then run the whole program again. Yeah, you described a simulation, a simulation. There's a slow process of of change. Um, there, I mean that that is fascinating, and a different way of looking at it as well. What do you think is going to happen to the people like like ourselves, the people that that look into this stuff that aren't going to take the vaccine, that are not going to get dragged into that? Is there a place for that sort of thing? I mean, I believe we're 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 part of a, a, a one soul anyway, and I don't don't think this is it for us. But whilst we're here. What where where will we physically be if we're not going to take the vaccine? We're going to be locked out of certain countries. We're not going to be able to travel. Physical things we're not going to be able to do because of um, you won't take the vaccine. What is life going to look like for someone who says not going to wear a mask, not going to wear a vaccine? What is your kind of take on that? Well, it'll end up being like the Hunger Games. You'll end up being completely outcast from society if you don't take it. I mean, I've got enough food here to last me a couple of years. Uh, I'll, I'll die on my feet right here. I'm not taking your vaccine. I'm not going with you. I'm not going to any camps. I'm not doing what I'm told. If you want to fight me to the death right now, well, we'll do that. I'm quite happy to die for my principles. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that that's, that's the way I look at it. You're not getting my soul. I'm not going there. And I have no fear of death. And I have no stake in the outcome. And I'm prepared to face infinity without flinching. But, you know, for, for those who are still maintaining so scared about the physical, well, you're going to end up in a Hunger Games type society. Either you're going to have what they give you and tell you to have, or you're going to be reduced to a state of abject poverty where you're starving and you, you can't get a house and you can't rent anything and you can't do anything, you know, if you don't comply with what they do. That's what this universal basic income will be all about. And they'll get the other citizens to do it to you. It'll get to the point where we'll be in lockdown and, um, you know, we can't get out of lockdown because Richard Willett hasn't had his vaccine yet. So it's Richard's fault they were all still in lockdown. So yeah. you better have your vaccine. So you have all your neighbours hassling you because you're the one who is destroying their lives because you won't comply with what the government says. You know, so that's the way it's going to go. So if, if you're not going to comply, we're just going to have to take you and put you somewhere else. We'll put you in a camp, put you in, in, a, in a district where you can be there with those other non-complying people, all those disease-ridden bags of germs who won't have their vaccines. 
and we won't give you any food. We won't give you any access to any services or anything. So that's the way it's going to be. And that's just unfortunate if people don't push back. That's the way it's going to be. And guys, if you think that's a kind of overstatement, listen to this. This was only a few days ago. I think it was on 6th of January. I, I might got the date wrong. This was from the um, the New York State Senate, and it's the Assembly Bill A416. And I know you've spoken about this. And it says at the bottom, relates to the removal of cases, contacts, and carriers of communicable diseases who are potentially dangerous to the public health. That's already out there in New York State. It's, mm. This isn't even, this isn't even a, a conspiracy theory anymore, is it? Yeah, potentially dangerous to the public health. Yeah. And that's only the governor and one doctor can just say that. Oh, we think that um, you, you because you won't comply with us, we, we've decided that you're dangerous. And so we're going to take you away, put you into a quarantine facility for re-education. Mm. I mean, it's, this is next level stuff, yeah. And that's exactly what they plan to do. And guys, you can check that out and I'll put the link below. So it's Assembly Bill A416. And this is kind of what they're talking about with the QAnon law, isn't it? This re-education camps. I've heard that a few well, times yeah. now. They're talking about the cult of Trump and how we need to deprogram these people and how we're going to do it. And and this is, I mean, like I said, the, the people in the United States are really justified in having a, a revolution at the moment because their election was just stolen from them. So, you know, the people that are pushing back, they're very, very justified in what they're saying because the republic has been stolen from which is why they made it so obvious. But now they can take all those people. And a couple of months ago, I said to you, this is what they're going to do. All they need to do is, is stay at some sort of a disruption before Trump leaves office. And they will find, they'll use that as an excuse to outlaw the Republican Party, paint them all as terrorists, domestic terrorists. That's what they're doing now. Now, people who've been you know, bought into the lies of the Internet and the lies of the Trump administration and all of this sort of stuff, we need to find a way of deprogramming these people. So we've got to bring in more massive Internet censorship. We can only have one way of thinking, you know, which has got to be the democratic way of thinking, essentially the communist way of thinking. You, know, you can't question the state anymore. You can't question what the news services say anymore. You can't ask any questions at all. The, the buzzwords, misinformation. You know, it's all misinformation. If you don't think like me, that's misinformation because I'm the only one who's got it right. You know, so this is the kind of mentality that they're promoting here. And, and they're, they're getting away with it. And with the newsreaders on there looking so sincere going, well, how do we how do we do it? How do we deprogram these people? It's, it's amazing to see how much these people are being programmed. Oh, dear, you know. And they just sort of sell it to the people, and the people are sitting there eating their donuts at home, getting these alpha waves from the TV, just getting hypnotised into believing it. And again, you might say, well, no, no not everyone's going to do that. Well, bear in mind that they want to depopulate 7.5 million people, billion people, so they're quite prepared for everyone not to believe it. But the, the, the police force will still come and take you away, and the neighbours next door will be too scared to do anything about it, and they won't want to speak out because, gee, look what just happened to Richard next door. Mm. You know, so, you know, you can see how they're going to play it, brother, but that's that's the way they're doing it. And um, it was so predictable that they were going to do this this way. Like I said, all they needed was some sort of a pushback. The, the call for the march on the Capitol building was the last little domino put into effect. And that, that caused the instability they've used to paint a target on everybody's back, all the QAnon supporters, all the Trump supporters, all the MAGA supporters, all the Republicans. Trump just put a target on everybody's back by calling for that march on Washington. And you can't tell me that he didn't know it wasn't going to be violent. Of course it was going to be violent. Of course there were going to be infiltrators. Of course they were going to use it to vilify the Republican Party. And it's something I predicted like two months ago that they would do this. And there it is, you know. 
And we saw the, the, some of the, the guys being let in through the side door and they were allowed, that was allowed to happen. I mean, it was so clearly staged. Even the guy with the horns that came out, who's an actor, who actually is an actor, um, he... Um, well, he, he got was, let in by the cops. They let him in, him and another guy. They actually took him into the centre there and, and he's saying, look, can we you know, remember, it. this is the most sacredest place, you know? And he was in The Simpsons when when they had the the Simpsons show when when Trump became president in The yeah. Simpsons they had the guy there with the buffalo horns and the fur all on his head and all that stuff. I mean, how did they know that in The Simpsons? And in The Simpsons, when Trump got president and he destroyed the economy and they had the big thing and the buffalo horns guy and Lisa became the president after that. It wasn't a male; it was a female. Right. It was Lisa. Okay. And Lisa, if you have a look at The Simpsons, she's wearing this uh, this purple coat with these white bead necklace and these mm -hmm. white bead earrings, exactly what Kamala Harris was wearing at the inauguration ceremony. Yeah. You know, same color, same, same jewelry, everything. You and know? we know purple is, is a, is a Freemasonic free color. And also I, I think it doesn't, it correlate to this color. blue, blue bloods, that sort of thing. Well, it's the regal color. Only royalty can wear purple. It's just insane, isn't it? Absolutely insane. And the horn guy, didn't he come out afterwards? He's done a video on his on his smartphone um, talking about um, these patents, his anti-gravity crafts, the zero free energy stuff, and saying, yeah, forget yeah, so, about the paedophiles, yeah. look at this stuff. Yeah, yeah, this is what you need to be talking about. This is what you need to be talking about over Easter. Like I said, they want to paint all the, the cute people as complete fringe dwellers. Oh, my God, now they're talking about anti-gravity craft and spacecraft and all this. And all the TR-3B, all the anti-gravity technology, this is all, these are all real patents. This is all real stuff. But try telling it to Joe Public. Mm. Joe Public's going to think you're a nut. You know, because, oh, look, here you are saying that the election was rigged and the, the Trump's still the president and, you know, all this sort of stuff. And now you're talking about aliens and anti-gravity. Oh, my God, these people are a danger to society, these fringe dwellers. Lock them up. Get them out of here. They're, they're crazy. That's what it's going to be presented. It's what it's going to come to people. But of course they use truth to do it. Like the patents he's talking about are real patents. Apparently that video came out. He actually apparently released that video in the middle of last year as well, but someone else has re-released it now as oh, okay. as Buffalo Horn Guy, um, you know, great reveal or something. And so it's gone viral. But apparently that video came out about six months ago, actually before he, he put the Buffalo Horns on and went to Parliament, uh, went to the Capitol building. But yeah, but it's but he's even talking about this Easter. So that's what they're saying now. They want you to be fringe dwellers. They really want to paint this whole uh, the whole Trump supporters as being extremist, right wing, completely demented, conspiracy theorists, a danger to society. Talking about all sorts of crazy stuff. Cannot tell truth from fiction. Need to lock them up. They're dangerous. And that's something that seems to have happened to people who research this stuff over for a very long time. A lot of mad stuff has been put in. A lot of people have come in and, and put a lot of information in and it's really muddied the waters as to what you don't know if you're coming or going i've been doing this for about 10 years and i couldn't even say for the fact that other than things like the eugenics program 5g and the technocracy things that you can really see happening there's still a lot of stuff that's very kind of completely different opposing theories here and um it seems to be Q's kind of come in and done that but that's been done many many times before it's it's really hard to kind of get a grasp on where this stuff is going and obviously that's been done done on purpose as well and whilst that's happening and everybody's arguing amongst each other it's rolling forward isn't it well yeah the whole the whole 5g control group has been rolling forward and, and the, the political theater's put there just to see it just to keep you distracted like for the last six months no one's been talking about 
um, 5G. No one's no. been not. I mean, a few people have been talking about COVID, but most of it has been about the election. And it's also a meritocratic thinking. You know, the Americans they're going. Oh, this whole COVID thing's been done to destroy Trump and get Trump out of office. And I'm like, yeah, right. England is in lockdown. Yeah. And all this stuff's going on to destroy Trump and get him out of office, right? Australia's in lockdown to mm -hmm. destroy Trump and get him out of office. No, this is Americentric thinking. What they want to do is crash the U.S. economy. They can only do that by polarizing the country. When Trump has been the most polarizing president they've ever had. And not only that, but he's also gone out there and put a target on the back of all the members of the truth community. And he's drawn the people out of the shadows who are on the fence who, who really wanted to be part of the truth community but were too scared. He drew them all out into the open. The whole thing's been a polarizing, polarizing step. And it, it, the whole COVID thing isn't done just to bring Trump down. That's just part of it. Trump's a player as much as anybody else. As much as you want to think he's a, he's a good guy, he's a player. Everything he's done has been perfectly scripted. And, yeah, and it, it, people have, have dropped the ball on so much of what's going on. They're, they're still waiting for a, a white knight to come along and save them. They're not realising that, you know, it's their compliance with all this, their acquiescence to their own slavery, which is causing this whole problem to happen. I've been telling people to throw away their smartphones for years. I mean, if you're an activist out there and you're speaking out against 5G and you're speaking out, out about the control grid and you're using a smartphone, well, you're part of the problem. Mm. You know, it's, this is this is what the new world order is. The smartphone is the gateway into that dystopia. If you don't have the smartphone, if people throw these things away, then their whole, their whole system is going to collapse. But people are addicted to them. People are addicted to these things, which is why they were designed the way they were. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I forgot where I was going then, Richard. Sorry about no, that. No, no, we were saying that basically while we're all kind of arguing amongst ourselves about these things, <coughs> it's all rolling forward, isn't it? And it's 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 going to be this, this technocracy is kind of like a now they've got the technology or they're allowed to have the technology out to, to put these things forward. But really, it's no different from what they were trying to do in um, Nazi Germany. It's the same kind of control, ultimate control over every single thing you do, only now they have the technology or they're allowing us to see that the technology exists to do this and they will know every single thing that you do down to the point where you will you will, they will know when you've opened your fridge closed your fridge they'll know when you started your car up. they'll know what you're thinking they'll know yep. what you're thinking they'll be able to replace your thoughts they'll be able to replace your memories they'll know what you're eating what you're consuming how many times you've had sex who you've had sex with what drugs you're taking whether you're smoking weed or whatever they'll be able to drive past your house and shine a scanner on the house and see every single thing that's in your house. What sort of hairbrush you've got, what sort of toothbrush you've got, what you're watching on TV, what's in your fridge, what's in your cupboards, because everything will have a microchip in it. They'll be able to get a profile on every single person right down to the finest detail through this technology that they're rolling out. So it's it's next level surveillance. And even even Klaus Schwab has been saying that we can replace memories. So, you know. That's how are you even going to know that the thoughts you're having are your own thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Neil Sanders, it's... I don't know if you know him, but he wrote a book called "Your Thoughts Are Not Your Own" a long time ago, and um, mm. it's it is that that was about mind control in its basic kind of um, sense. But for them to get rid of your memories, who are you if you don't have the same memories? You aren't you a culmination of what you think you used to do, and who you are, which is your memories and your hopes and beliefs for the future. So is that kind of like the 1984, the past becomes the future, the future becomes the past? And if it's all just <laughs> made up and put in your head, who are you? Mm, exactly, exactly. That's the level of control they're talking about here. They can simply replace people's memories. 
they can uh, jump into anybody's um, nervous system and do whatever they want, basically. It's, this vaccine will put a back door into anybody. And, like, when they with these swabs that they're doing, I think they're genetically profiling people with these swabs. Once they've got your genetic profile, then they can pick you out of a crowd. You're there in a football field with a crowd of people. They can pick you out of the crowd and they can target you individually. They've got so many frequencies available to them with the 5G network they're rolling out. You've got everything down from 20 hertz up to, you know, mm. 10, 10, 10 terahertz or whatever, 100 terahertz, like ridiculous amount of frequencies. You're just going to pick one and target just you with that one frequency and have you do whatever, have, replace your memories, um, whatever. They've even done tests. There's a, a report that I've had on a, a, a show recently of a guy called Charles Morgan, and they were, they were discussing the possession experiment where they actually were taking over people's motor skills. They had one guy in one room typing, and the, the guy in the next room, was, his hands were working and typing with him. You'll find a lecture of this guy on YouTube where he's talking about it. And so they can actually control people's motor skills. They can basically turn anyone into Agent Smith, mm. you know, in the Matrix. So this is where they're going with it. That's the level of control that they've got. They can not only just not only control your mind, but also control your motor skills, which puts a whole new um, slant on the concept of the lone gunman. Yeah. We know a lot of them were under mind control, but were they actually being driven by other people as well? You know, it could be some guy sitting there with a virtual headset on who's seeing what the guy under mind control is seeing, who's literally driving his body. And these experiments are real. They've done them. They've had primates controlling mechanical arms through their thoughts. They had people controlling mechanical arms through their thoughts. And then so they started thinking, well, if we can do it one way, can we do it backwards? Can we reverse it and do it the other way and actually control their motor functions? And they found out that they could. And they've been doing it, and they say it's great fun, the possession experiment, you know. I mean, these are full-blown psychopaths. I mean, fun taking over someone else's motor skills and getting them to do things that they don't want to do. I mean, I don't know how this is fun. But this is the level of psychopathy we're dealing with. And once they've got this into people, I mean, the, the capabilities of it, the capabilities of control, and the, the, you'll never have any concept of what the truth is. You'll never have any concept of, of who to trust or, or what reality is at all. You won't even know if the thoughts you're having are your own thoughts or if the memories you've got are your own memories. That's the level of control they're moving us into. Guys, what, what um, Max is talking about there, just for a kind of a, a little bit of background on what to solidify what we're talking about, Giselaine Maxwell's sister, I believe... She is the head of the company that's providing the tech support for the World Economic Forum. Now, Ghislaine Maxwell, I think Robert Maxwell was, Al Ghislaine Maxwell was involved with the Promise software that was put in a lot of the um, computers, the, the governmental computers, which is basically a back door into these computers. So she was involved in that. Her sister's involved with the World Economic Forum who are rolling out the tech for the Great Reset. So they use these themes of a backdoor into things. So when Max says talk about a backdoor into your your biological system, that isn't beyond the scope of these people. They've been doing these same themes for years. Does that kind of make sense, man? Does that ring true to you, what I've just said there? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah, like you say, Jelaine Maxwell's sister, I mean, you can't make this shit up. It's a really tight-knit family, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it what's is. the chances? Oh, it's just a coincidence. Yeah. That this Epstein guy that shocked the world. and I mean, yeah, it's just a coincidence. No, it's all one big happy family, folks. They all work together and they're all involved. Just look at the flight logs on Epstein's aircraft. But, yeah, I mean, what are the chances Ghislaine Maxwell's sister would be doing that? Why has she got any connection to the World Economic Forum at all? Oh, just a coincidence, mate. Nothing to see here. 
I know, guys. What, even Joe Biden's brother has land that's ten minutes, ten minutes or ten miles away from Epstein Island, and um, yeah, they got their own island there. They got an island there as well. It's not just Epstein's island there. There's a whole bunch of islands there, and they're all doing the same thing. So there was a reason why them cement trucks went there, and there's a reason why Ghislaine Maxwell had a, a submarine license. If you think this stuff sounds mad and it's from a James Bond movie, it, it is. The guy who wrote James Bond was in on this stuff as well. Um, Guys, this world is a cartoon world and we've been living inside it. Max, thank you so much for, for all the work you do and for giving me some time. I, I always love chatting to you because this is mental and we know it's mental and you can't but just laugh at the insanity of it. If if someone told you before you were coming to Earth, this is you're going to wake up and you're going to be in an insane asylum and you're going to be one of the very few people that know you're in an insane asylum, would you still have come here? It's a good question, isn't it? It's a good question. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's just nothing nothing abnormal about a, a strange woman like Ghislaine Maxwell having a submarine license. It's just what people do when they're in that position. So, yeah. Thanks for having me on, Richard. Always a pleasure to come and talk to you, brother. Anytime, Jeez, absolutely anytime, man. Call me anytime you Bless your heart. Thank you, Max. Where can people find your work? At thecrowhouse.com. I'm kicked off everywhere else, but if you go to thecrowhouse.com, you'll find links to me on BitChute and LBRY. I've been kicked off YouTube. I've been kicked off Facebook, kicked off Spotify, kicked off iTunes. My Twitter account is blocked at the moment. Um, they purged about 70,000 people from Twitter, but they just blocked mine pending a phone number. They want me to give them a cell phone. As soon as I give them that, then they'll probably terminate my account. But they want a cell phone number from me, and I don't have a cell phone. Right. So they're trying to get tabs on me, I think. But uh, So anybody who's, who's following my Twitter account wondering why I'm not posting, because I've been blocked out of it for the last month pending a cell phone number. So, yeah, but you'll find everything about me and, and how to get hold of me all at thecrowhouse.com. And thanks for having me on, brother. Cheers, mate. Thank you. I've been chucked off as well. I was chucked off that night as well. I can't get in. Um, so I'm catching you up on those things as well. Cheers, Max. Thanks you for your time. And I will post this. Guys, I'll post all the links to Max um, Works' website. And please go and follow Max Works. Support his videos on BitChute as well, because I know he's still there. And uh, that's where I watch his work. And uh, Max, thanks for all the work you've done over the years. I really appreciate it. No worries, brother. Talk soon. Welcome to Glitch in the Code.